Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to talk about marriage. Well, to be more specific, when do you marry her? That's the question. So this podcast is for the fellas and it's also for the ladies as well. I'm going to put y'all up on game. Now, how I came to this podcast was, again, from me (laughs) perusing the Internet. And um, I came across this website and that was the question. Uh, the question was, when do I wife her? <laughs> and so I was like, oh, snap, let me click on this because I'm interested to see what it is that these people think when you should get married, you know, for the fellas. Uh, I read the article. The article seemed to be a little bit off balance to me. Uh, but nonetheless, I was able to you know, kind of get where they were coming from. Some of the things they said I could agree with. Other things, uh, not as much. Um, I'll say this. And and what happened was after reading that, I just decided to, you know, come to the mic. And I felt like that'd be a good thing to talk about, given the fact that I am married. Um, So I have a little bit of wisdom. Right. Uh, At the time of this recording, uh, I've been married 18 years. Uh, So. (laughs) I know a little bit. I can't say that I know a lot, but I know a little bit. Uh, One thing I do know, and I mean, I I impart this wisdom on anybody, fellas, you know, when it comes to women. I mean, what can I say? (laughs) Can't live with them, can't live without them. Uh, You know, and I say that in jest, but I mean, that's true. I mean, you you it's it's very different when you're living with someone as opposed to being married. Um, I know just on a personal note, for me, we lived together, my wife and I lived together before we got married. We lived together for a few years, actually, before we got married. So I (laughs) was under the impression that, hey, you know, we're just going to get married and, you know, the nothing really changes. I mean, I already know what to expect. Uh, not quite. It's different when you get married. But I think the biggest thing is, is coming to the point where you figure out, you know, is this the one? And when do I get married? When do I marry her? Mar- when do I marry this woman? When do I wife her? When do I put a ring on it (laughs) and it's a question that you know a lot of men get asked and uh you know i got the answers (laughs) right here um it's a couple of things in all seriousness um i think the first thing is probably obvious but it goes without saying trust When you trust her, that's when you marry her. 
Um, trust is very crucial in any relationship. I don't care who you are. I don't care how old you are. Uh, if the trust is not there, then you really don't have a relationship. Uh, trust is one of the pillars of foundation for a relationship. So if there's no trust, there is no relationship, honestly. And if you're in a relationship and you have to question whether or not you actually trust someone, you don't. And you really don't have a relationship. And I think one of the things that, you know, made me want to talk about this is that I see a lot of stuff on social media. Uh, and and I've said it before in previous podcasts, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to who people are dating, when it comes to people's marriages, when you see that stuff on social media, you really got to take it with a grain of salt. You know what I'm saying? Because social media is there to show you the good. <laughs> they don't, it's not there. I mean, like you would never post about your bad aspect of your relationship or your friendship or your marriage for that matter. So, you know, you social, whatever you see on social media, you really have to take it with a grain of salt because it's the, the shiny sparkly part that they want you to see. It's not the bad stuff. And trust me, in every friendship, in every relationship, and in every marriage, there's bad stuff. The objective is, is to have as little bit of bad stuff as possible. So let's say, fellas, if there's trust issues prior to you getting married, Putting a ring on her finger will not eliminate those trust issues. Honestly, because you get to a point where when you're married, that person's yours, right? And you're theirs. So it's supposed to be 50-50 and it's more permanent than them just being your live-in boyfriend or live-in girlfriend or your bae <laughs> or your boo, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, right? So it's deeper than that. So again, trust is so important. You got to be able to trust that person. So fellas and ladies, when do you marry her? When you trust her, that's one time that I know you really got to marry somebody. And if the trust is broken in a relationship, if the trust is broken in a marriage, you really have to figure out, can you get beyond the hurt and pain of the trust being broken to make it work? So, but before you get to that point, and and I, and I only say this because I've seen this play out in friends and family and acquaintances. 
sometimes before they get married, their trust issues before they even get married. And you really <laughs> like, and I'll give you an example. I have a, I had a coworker, former coworker. I'm not going to say his name, but he had the suspicion that his girl was, you know, stepping out on him and cheating on him before they got married. Right. And so he became very, what's the word I'm looking for? Possessive. <laughs> and so he became very possessive and very accusatory of her. So once they got married, you know, it would be, he would be out. And if he called, you know, and she didn't answer her phone, he would automatically, you know, start accusing her of stuff. Make a long story short, she ended up cheating on him in the marriage. And I, to be honest, I don't necessarily know that she did it because, you know, he, I don't know that she did it out of spite or anything like that. I think she probably got tired of him accusing her of cheating. So she's just like, look, you're not going to believe me anyway. Let me go ahead and do it. I mean, that's not the right way to do things, but hey, it happens. But yeah. If you trust someone, that's when you know you should marry her. Secondly, if she's a positive force in your life and not a negative force, we're all surrounded by negative forces. Um, but I think there's something to be said for a woman who really instills positivity in her mate and vice versa. And I think when a woman can be that positive driving force in a man, oh yeah, you got something special there, fellas. You really have something special there. So I think that's when you know. And I think for some men, that takes a while to get to that point because a lot of men deal with so much negativity that they're almost expecting women to bring some type of negativity to them. And you've heard stories, you've heard guys talk about, well, you know, she's always complaining, she's this, she's that. Outside of all of that, is she a negative or positive force in your life? If she's positive, get behind it. Get behind it and let her push you to being positive. And I don't necessarily mean positive in, 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 in just thoughts, but positive in actions as well. You know, anybody can tell somebody they love them. But when you show that positivity of love behind those words, it goes a long way. It goes a long way. And one of the things that I think, you know, helps when you're thinking about getting married, fellas and ladies, is that when you have someone who can point out your flaws and not necessarily still be negative about your flaws, but keep it positive. That's a win. That's a win. 
and you should, you know, allow that to happen. Open up your heart, allow that to happen, because that's a, that's a beautiful thing, to be honest. So, yeah, if she's a positive force, that's when you know to marry her. Um, Another way that you would know to marry her. And it kind of piggybacks off the last point, but. When she believes in you, motivating you to believe in yourself. Man, I can't tell you how far that can go. Um, I don't know if you've realized this or not by listening to this podcast. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm, for those of you that don't know me personally, I'm an extremely confident person. Like I've always believed in Kyle. You know, not saying I'm perfect. <laughs> But I've always had a lot of self-confidence and a lot of self-belief. And so I didn't necessarily need someone to believe in me, per se. But when I found a woman that did, that made it that much more greater for me. Um. And that's when you know you you got to when you have a woman like that, that is really, really putting that battery in your back. <laughs> you got to go, man. You 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 that's a keeper for real. And I think that's tough for some men, because some men don't want women to see them. Lacking confidence. And honestly, there are some men. And some men who will probably listen to this podcast that do lack in confidence, self-confidence. And uh, I think when that happens, that can be tough because they may may or may not receive the woman bringing that level of confidence or belief in them to believe in themselves. They may not receive it as it's necessarily being given. So, yeah, you have to adjust. But fellas, if you find a woman who believes in you and she motivates you to believe in yourself, don't mess that up. (laughs) That's when you know to marry her. Another point that I was thinking about as I read that article, um, if you find a woman, fellas, that your life is much better with her than it is without her, oh man, <laughs> you can't you can't let her go. Um, I think I've talked about this before in another podcast, but uh, on my podcast. But um, I was explaining, like, even in my relationship before my wife and I got married, like we broke up for a year. We broke up for a better part of about a year and a half. And, um, you know, she was in South Carolina. I had just moved here to Atlanta. She was still in school. And we were really just going in different directions. Right. And so that year and a half. It was 
good for us because we got a chance to be away from each other after being together for like four years. Um, and then it also gave me a chance to see what was out there and try to figure out, you know, am I good without her or how good can I be without? Her? I mean, I, I feel like this, we, we, we all have a level of success with or without someone. So I wasn't really wasn't worried about so much about any personal success, but it's just how is your quality of life? How are you? How do you interact with other people? How how do you handle relationships? All of the stuff that goes through your life when that person isn't there. So that was a question that I had to answer for myself. And I think one of the things about that is you have to put your emotions aside. You know, women are always taught or I don't say all women. (laughs) A lot of women were taught, you know, from childhood to, you know, be the woman that adds value to a man's life and don't take away from it. But that's not necessarily the case for men. You know, we want what we want. (laughs) And, you know, who doesn't want to be single and have, you know, all of these millions of women, at least in our minds, at our disposal. <laughs> I mean, like for me, shit, I was young. I just moved to Atlanta, had a pocket full of money. I mean, what could be better? The the women in Atlanta outnumbered men like 25 to 1. And of the 25, like 23 of them were dying. I mean, so, you know, it was, it was paradise, but I also had to look at it from a practical standpoint, you know, where do I fit in that? What, how, how, what does that matter to me? And, and guys, we have to make that decision, but trust me when I tell you, when you're able to sit down and assess whether or not she makes your life better when she's in your life or out of your life, that's when, you know, You should marry her. Another thing. If a woman never makes excuses when you need her the most, that's when you know you should marry her. And the reason why I say that is that there's an old saying. The best ability is availability. (laughs) And next to that is dependability. I mean... Let's keep it a buck, man. Nobody wants somebody who's not there for you. If you can't, because I feel like this, I'm a loyal person. I've always been down for people and and the people that I'm down for have always been down for me. And I make it a habit of not being down for those who aren't down for me. Period. So, you know, availability and dependability are key. And so, fellas, if you have a woman that make it, making excuses, oh, I couldn't make it, I couldn't be there, I couldn't talk to you because Cheryl has this going on, or I had to go take care of little Timmy. Mm. Nah, man. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. And, you know, it <laughs> always goes back to 
you know the lyrics are can you stand the rain <laughs> and i say that in jest but i'm being honest sunny days everybody loves them can you stand the rain storms will come this we know for sure <laughs> can you stand the rain i mean i'm laughing but i'm being honest If you can't stand the rain, then hey. Again, dependability, availability. Men more so, well, I don't want to say more so than women, but men definitely, and it, it goes without saying, but I have to say it, men need that level of stability in their life. They don't need a woman that's going to run when things get tough. And they don't necessarily need a woman who is going to be more interested in what you can do for them more than what they mean to you. And at that point, actions speak louder than words. So yeah, fellas and ladies, if she doesn't make excuses when you need her the most and she's there, that's when you know you should marry her. And one other point, I think it goes without saying, <laughs> but fellas, if the sex is good, I mean, really, really good, wife her. <laughs> I mean, let's just keep it a book, man. I mean, if if you're if you're planning to be in a monogamous a monogamous getting tongue tied a monogamous marriage and this is the only person that you plan to sleep with for the rest of your life and sex is important to you the sex better be good <laughs> I mean fucking damn good <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because and you should honestly and I've said this on my old 12 radio show and I said it on you know, podcasts on here. Um, you should have some level of sexual. Um, you should have some level of sexual compatibility, right? If you're someone that likes to have sex, I don't know, three, four times a week then you probably should marry someone that wants to have sex three or four times a week. And yes, I said three. <laughs> if you're someone that wants it six or seven times a week, you probably don't want to marry someone that wants to have sex once a month. I'm just saying. But believe it or not, there are people who want to have sex once a month. Not me, but, you know, it's another story for another day. We're not talking about me. But, yeah. Fellas, if the sex is good, I mean, really good, that's when you know you should marry her. And last but not least, two things. I think 
if you find someone who wants the same things out of life as you, then you should marry them. Now, keep in mind that over a period of time, your goals and your ideals change. You know, as I mentioned at the top, my wife and I have been married 18 years. So what we want out of life isn't the same as it was in 2000 when we got married. (laughs) But the core of who we are and our, our ideals have not changed. You change as people, you grow. Preferably, you grow closer, if you will. But the core of who you are really shouldn't change. And you should, generally speaking, still want the same things out of life. You know, even if career paths take a different turn or you decide that you want to do something different, you know, like. Again, when I got married, I pretty much had set up roots in the city of Atlanta. This is where I wanted to be. And she was cool with Atlanta. So, but she wasn't married to Atlanta like I was. Like I didn't want to go anywhere else. Over a period of time, you know, I kind of you know, that thought process changed a little bit. I thought about moving to someplace else or maybe and you know, it's always been like my bucket list to live in Manhattan. Unless I get paid a whole bunch of money. I'm never moving to Manhattan. Uh, but, you know, that was like one of my childhood dreams as a kid. But um, my point in saying that is I can't wake up tomorrow and be like, yo, I want to move to Seattle. <laughs> She'd be looking at me like I'm crazy. You know, I mean, like there has to be a reason. I can't just say, oh, I want to move to Seattle just because. I think it's a great city. No, 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 play. You got to have a little bit more than that. So over a period of time, yeah, you still, your ideals will change to some degree, but you got to want the same things out of life. If you want the same things out of life, then that's when you know that you should marry her. And then last but not least, I mean, obviously is love. And you love each other deeply. And, you know, the word love gets tossed around but you know you got to have that deep love because this is you know if you're talking about marrying someone this is a lifelong commitment you know i i saw (laughs) i saw my parents get divorced when i was 13 and looking back on it i don't necessarily know that they loved each i think they liked each other i don't think they loved each other at least not what i would think they, I mean, and again, I'm 13, so I, I, well, I know I don't know anything. It came as a shock when they told us that they were getting divorced. Me and my brother, we were like, "What? Huh? What?" And so, yeah, if you plan to be in it for a long time, I suggest that you love them deeply. <laughs> I suggest that you build a friendship. Because, you know, some days and I, and I say I say this all the time, like, again, my personal experience. I think we're great friends. And I think that's one of the things that's helped us 
be together this long is that we have a great friendship. Because sometimes you can step outside of your realm as a husband and just be a friend. And sometimes you can say, hey, you, the wife, said some shit that I didn't like. And it pissed me off. And you're speaking to them as a friend. And they can take that criticism or what have you and go with it from there. But I think, yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta love people deeply. You, you, especially if you want this to last. And again, I don't have all the answers. It's been 18 years for me. It's been great 18 years, you know, but they have been, there have been bumps along the way. Of course. I mean, it's, it's, nothing's ever going to be perfect because you don't have two perfect people. You have two people coming from two walks of life and they're trying to make it work and build something new <clears throat> from scratch. And so nothing's perfect at all. But it's a great ride. If you're willing to put in the work. But fellas and ladies, again, don't get caught up by what you see on social media. I remember I posted <laughs> I posted a picture of like me and my wife, we were doing something or something like that. And one of my homegirls hit me up and she was like, you know, how do y'all make it work? And I was like, the shit is work. And ain't nothing, man. I mean, we just take it day by day. And that sounds corny as hell, but that's the truth. You just take it day by day. There are plenty of days where I get on her last nerve. And that's hard to believe because I'm such a nice guy. <laughs> no, man, I could be an asshole sometimes. And I know that sounds weird to y'all, but I mean, y'all don't live with me. But I can be. And then someday she gets on my last fucking nerves. <laughs> but I love her to death. And that's my friend. So, you know, you make it work. You 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 talk it out. You you make you figure you find a way. And you keep fighting. But fellas, I wanted to do this, I wanted to put this out there, and I want the ladies to kind of get an idea so if there's someone on the sound of my voice that is thinking about getting married or maybe you are married and you're just listening. I don't know. But that's when, you know, that's when you if you have an idea or you have a question about when you should marry someone. Take notes and this podcast tells you exactly what you need to do when you're ready to get married. But. Once you get married, be prepared to put in the work. Because anything that you want to keep and want to have, you're going to have to work for it. Nothing comes easy. And to be honest, with the rewards of what happens in a marriage, it's not supposed to be easy. But hey, thanks again for checking out the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's.